Charlotte. It's Shelby. It's Riley. And And it's it's time time to smut up and listen. Just a reminder for today's episode and all future episodes, our opinions are subjective. We don't advocate for kink shaming or author shaming. This is all in good smutty fun. Enjoy. Today's trigger warnings are explicit sexual content. So today is our second episode of the Riley Reads bonus episodes. And today's book is Bulky by Jessica Kane. I picked it. <laughs> Shelby picked it? Yeah. Link Shelby. You're so welcome. Was it good? What'd you yeah. give it? But I think I would give it like a three and a half. Okay. It's real spicy. It's just, we'll see. Let's get okay. into it. I'm scared. Okay. I'm excited. I don't want another cream my cut, you guys. I really don't. <laughs> I hope that you get one. We begin in our, one of our main characters, POV. Her name is Josie. She's at one of her best friend's house, and his name is Paul. Paul and Josie are playing Twister while their three other friends are sitting on the couch watching TV. They're like watching Love It or List It. I love know. a good HGTV. <laughs> I know, and even one of his friends is like, List It. <laughs> They're really into they it. love it. She's getting ready to knock Paul over when the front door opens and in walks Paul's father. Paul's father is home, Gunner Craft. He passes by the opening of the den and glances in briefly, smirking when he spies me collapsed on the twister mat besides his laughing son. He doesn't stop walking on his way to the kitchen, so I only get a few seconds to soak him in. Really, there will never be enough time to absorb his big, bulky body. Those shoulders. (laughs) He is hard and thick and impenetrable. Everyone. (laughs) Everywhere. She's thinking about how at Paul's birthday party a few months ago, they went swimming with Gunner. My knees shook beneath the water at the side of his salt and pepper chest hair, the round slab of his stomach. Round slab? Yes. I don't know what kind of body I'm picturing. Just a round slab. So it's not chiseled. It's just a round slab, not a chiseled slab. So it's yes. like a dad bod. Yeah, he's a dad. Okay. He's a, he's a dad. We now learn that Gunner is 45 and Josie is 18. And so is Paul. Josie then says, says how she's been in love with Gunner since she was 12 and talks about how no one compares. She says what Gunner does to her in her dreams is more satisfying than what any boy could hope to accomplish, so she doesn't even bother with them. She then says college starts in a month and she's positive none of the boys there will measure up either and then she gets to thinking about college and how her tuition is due and it makes her stomach ground. She's on her way to the kitchen because her boy Gunner is in there. On her way, she tugs her skirt up and not so tank top under her boobs. Oh, okay. It's kind of what I'm known for, being a flirt. Lately has been my body armor, so no one looks too deep. God forbid they find out I'm not really one of them, that I'm just pretending, treading water. The flirting makes them roll their eyes and laugh, not take me too seriously. Every recent high school graduate in the den is filthy rich, and I used to be among their ranks. If I can help it, they'll never know how far I've fallen. Huh. How far has she fallen? Sorry. Okay. I don't <laughs> know that far, honestly. I feel she's just a drama queen. She walks into the designer chef kitchen and sees Gunnar standing at the counter. His thick stomach is pressed to the edge, those meaty fingers leafing through the pile. At the mere closeness of him, my nipples turned to little peaks, skin prickling and heating. Mr. Kraft, I say, pouting and trailing a finger down the wall in the archway. Don't you ever stop working? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Hello, Josie. How are you? Better now that you're here. I swagger over to the counter where he's standing, propping a hip on the low cabin tree. I always feel a little safer when you're home. What? All right, girl. I'm this big round slab of a stomach. And his meaty fingers. I'm picturing like a mobster, like an old mobster with a round stomach and thick fingers. I'm picturing like Dave Batista. Ew. Picturing him being the person, like the main male character in this book. I don't I'm just picturing him in like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. That's (laughs) He's so kind of cute though. Yeah. No, but in my head, this guy is Dave Batista. And this is going to give you some real beautiful imagery later. I'm ready. Gunner isn't really participating in her little game, her little flurry ways. He says, well, there's an alarm, so you're safe whether or not I'm here. So <laughs> he asks how her father is. And she says to herself, broke, destitute, lying to everyone. But she tells him he's well. He said to say hi. She talks about how her dad barely acknowledges her these days and spends all his time arguing on the phone with creditors. She says normally Gunner would send her away, but she wants to be distracted because she's been twisted in knots over this man since puberty. Also, the being in love with him since she was 12, I was like, fucking gross. Yeah, don't like that. 
Who did you like when you were 12? Not my friend's dad. I really liked Lance Bass. Okay, celebrities different. Like personal, like friend's dad. Yeah. Like older men. I really thought Usher was hot. That's fair. (laughs) He's still kind of hot. Shelby was into serious black. Yeah, but see, he's a fictional character or a celebrity. So I was like not looking at my friend and being like, your dad is so hot. Yeah, like not lusting after one of your friend's dads. No, never. I was like, your dad's annoying. Ew. We're trying yeah. to have a slumber party. Not like trying to fuck him. <laughs> yeah. I wet my lips and allow my pulse to trip over itself. Then I slide in between Gunner and the kitchen counter. The fly is his expensive dress pants dragging across my bare stomach. Girl. <laughs> I was like, wow. So forward. <laughs> Very forward. Immediately, I'm pinned by that gray hooded gaze. The one that made him a billionaire. Also, he's a billionaire. Oh, I think he was hot too. I would be like, <laughs> daddy, you want that? <laughs> I just feel like being... I feel like making him a billionaire, though, was, like, extreme. Why not a millionaire? A billionaire? Billionaire with a B. Yeah. Jesus Christ. The one that made him a billionaire many times over in the finance world. It's ruthless. Sharp. It almost makes me lose my nerve, but I don't. I hold on to my courage and reach up to loosen his burgundy tie. You can't work so hard all the time, Papa Bear. I murmur, using the nickname I've been using since middle school. It's been a while since I said it out loud. It's so fitting, though, for this big bear of a man. You have to have a little fun sometimes don't you think Josie his tone holds a stern warning what are you doing yeah what are you doing embarrassing himself (laughs) she's like no my big papa (laughs) (laughs) she tells him she hates to see him so stressed while taking his tie off I'm fine Josie Gunner says through his teeth and you shouldn't be standing so close to me he breaks off when I pop open one of his buttons oops I say, blinking innocently, bet you feel better already without this thing buttoned all the way to your throat. Do you ever wear a t-shirt? Don't you ever wear a skirt that covers your tight little teenage ass? Ew! (laughs) I know! You made me read this! Gunner poses the question in a rush and immediately regrets it, closing his eyes and shaking his head. I shouldn't have asked you that. What you wear is none of my business. No, it is not! (laughs) I know! Why do you have to throw in the word teenage, sir? Disgusting. I can barely breathe. But you noticed. You noticed what I wear? I can never tell. This whole conversation is goddamn inappropriate. With a jerky movement, he rebuttons the top of his shirt. Go back to the den now. She hops onto the counter, like sitting on her bum, and spreads her thighs just enough so that her pink lace panties are showing. She says, aren't you having a good time with me, Papa Bear? No, he growls. They both look down at his colossal erection and back at each other. Colossal? Colossal. Colossal. That was the word used. Colossal. That doesn't mean I want to. He drags a hand down his face and shoves my legs together with determination, his touch shooting electricity all the way up my thighs. I just haven't been with a woman since the divorce. After a decade, it's a normal reaction to being tempted, I lean forward, taking the lapels of his shirt in my hands, pulling him closer despite his resistance, despite the way he growls my name in that low warning manner, and I settle my mouth over the top of his hard lips, inhaling, exhaling. Are you tempted? He shakes his head, but those lips come back to mine, not kissing me, but my heart rejoices nonetheless. Okay, not kissing her as he just like <laughs> right there is breathing just- on her <laughs> <laughs> you're my son's friend Josie less than half my age I golf with your father for god's sake too briefly he squeezes my knees together letting his thumb brush along the sensitive inside sliding higher to my inner thighs with a shaky curse he backs away abruptly using his pocket square to dab at the sweat on his forehead ew I, I don't know what has gotten into you little girl but it ends now you stay where you belong with your friend <laughs> little girl that's no. dis- Disgusting. Yeah, I, when I was reading this, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> and then just like, you like in your book? I'm like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> she thinks about how she should be disappointed, but she's not. He finally noticed her and was tempted, attracted. She then slides off the counter, letting her skirt slide all the way up her hips. And while making eye contact with him, flies her thong down her legs and dangles it in front of her. He says, Jesus Christ, with his eyes glued to her vagina. She <laughs> says, I can be your secret, Papa think about it and puts her panties in his pocket he tells her it's 
not going to happen and to go. But he kept those panties, huh? He moves to the other side of the kitchen where he plants his hands on the counter, dropping his head forward. Moonlight streams in through the closest window, bathing him in white light, and my heart races, clenching and releasing with yearning to be in his arms, to have him surround me with that big, safe body and tell me everything will be okay. She Every time she describes his body, she's like, big, bulky, <laughs> colossal, <laughs> Dave Batista, <laughs> huge, porky, fat ass, <laughs> obese, <laughs> morbidly, because I desperately need someone to tell me that right now. Not only has my infatuation just told me forcefully to leave, I have one month to come up with my first semester's tuition. No way my father will pull it off in time. My options are dwindling fast. I could ask any number of my friends for the money. Their parents probably wouldn't even miss it. But that would expose my father. That would out me as a fraud. She thinks about the idea of being a sugar baby. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So we are now in Gunner's POV. He's looking at Josie's pink lace panties on his desk and thinking about what she said. Josie has no idea how long I've been thinking about it. I've been counting the days until she leaves for college. Dread and relief warring inside of me. When she leaves, I won't have to come home every night worried I'll finally snap. Finally drag the girl up to my bedroom, slam the door, and fuck her until she screams. Oh my... <laughs> Mind you, he's known this girl since she was That's in middle disgusting. school. Isn't yeah. that just fucking like wild? That. He's thinking about how Josie could pick any man she wants. The girl is only being kind to the bulky old man, making me feel desirable, reminding me I still have a working dick and decades left to use it. There's no way in hell that beautiful girl wants me, an aging, thick, around-the-middle bastard with more salt in his hair than pepper. It's just a game. She's only teasing, playing around. That's what I thought until she propositioned me. Oh. Sit down, old man. (laughs) Yeah, you old man. (laughs) You old fuck. It's been a week since Josie said she wants to be his little sugar baby, and he can't stop thinking about her. He's thinking about how he is not some middle-aged pervert who needs a barely legal girlfriend, and how Josie has a bright future ahead of her, and there are other men out there, and he gets jealous just thinking about it. He puts the panties back in his pocket and tries to get back to work. He opens up his email to see an email titled, You have to try this service. Highly recommend. And he's like worried that it might be a scam, but thinks it's from someone he knows. In the email, there's just a link and he clicks on it and surprise, surprise. Oh my God. First of all, that's how you get a virus, boomer. I know. He is a fucking boomer. And who do you think, who who, who? do you think is on like the cover of that little website? Gosh, I have no idea. I wouldn't know if you told me the answer right now. <laughs> Even if you told me, I still wouldn't know. I couldn't hear you. <laughs> it's Josie. Ah! <laughs> who is that? <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> He's browsing her profile and immediately gets pissed. Seeing her posing in a skimpy little thong bikini in her bio says, Hey there, I'm Josie. I'm a college student looking for financial support in exchange for private time with you. And he's just like, what the fuck? He calls Josie and tells her he needs to speak with her and asks where she is. She says she's getting a pedicure and that she chose cotton candy pink. (laughs) He roughly fondles his cock while she says this. Roughly fondles it? I know. I'm just picturing him like grabbing it (laughs) through his pants and being like, oh, it's like an Indian bird. (laughs) just twisting it (laughs) she asks him what is this about papa bear and he says just text me the address and that he'll send a car to pick her up and hangs up we're now back in josie's pov and she gets out of the black suv and arrives at craft investments she's walking into the building and she's thinking to herself I'm actually a little surprised that Gunner clicked on the link because he isn't the type to trust the unknown or put up with any shenanigans. I was making a list of other ways to get the website in front of his face when he called me. So we find out she sent a Brixie sneaky, girl. sneaky bitch. She says how she got 320 requests for contact just in one night, but she didn't read a single one of them. The only one she wants is Gunner. She could be making so much money if she just clicked on all the other requests. I know. But no, she's going to work hard for this old ass man. He's not even that old. I mean, old for her, 
He's in his yeah. 40s, so like he's not like wicked old, but you get it. She gets onto an elevator filled with men in black suits and almost laughs because they're all in black and she's in head-to-toe pink with pigtails. Ew. She's wearing pigtails. pigtails? Like braided pigtails, yep. She says how these men are all obviously staring at her and how nervous it makes her. The men are all facing me now, four of them. I see in the mirrored wall. One of them starts to unbuckle his belt, another one preparing to hit their emergency stop button on the metal panel. The doors roll open, and there is Gunner. I start to slump against the wall in relief, but he already has my elbow in his grip, and he's pulling me off the elevator away from the predatory men and directly into his embrace. They were about to, like, sexually assault her in the elevator. Yeah, isn't that insane? Businessmen at a financial firm. And they're like, oh, look at you. Wearing pink? Asking for it. We're all gonna fuck you in this elevator. She wraps her arms around his neck and he wraps an arm around her shoulder and one low around the small of her back. He's snarling at the men on the elevator, baring his teeth in a possessive way that turns around. Also, I laughed when I read that because I'm just picturing him, like, looking at these men on the elevator being like, eh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I gotcha. I have their faces on camera, Josie. They'll be fired before the hour is out. They'll be so ruined in this city, they'll have no choice but to leave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was watching the camera feed. I worried the elevator wouldn't get here in time, baby. It did. Now I'm safe. I whisper into his neck, snuggling closer. Thank you, Papa. <laughs> ew, 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 ew. Between our tightly pressed bodies, Gunner becomes erect. I hear him swallow hard, one of his hands getting lost in the pink ruffles of my skirt. What is this outfit you're wearing? Throwing these pigtails and you look like a schoolgirl. And she says, I am a schoolgirl. I am a child. I am actually going to school. Perhaps you should be punished like one, he rasps, dragging his hands up the back of the skirt and kneading my right cheek. Just one glorious time before he rips his hand away, disentangling from me with a shaky curse. Enough of this, Josie. God damn it. She tells him he's the one that brought her here in the first place, and he responds with, I must have been insane, and tells her not to make eye contact with any of the men on the trading floor. They're walking down a hallway, and she asks, why can't I make eye contact? And he pushes her against the wall and says, you perpetually look like you need to be fucked. That's why every man you look at sees an invitation. But like, okay, you're a predator. Yeah. Yeah. His big chest and stomach are pinning me and I love it. That's their problem, not mine. Don't look at a single one of them, Josie. Lightly, his hand circles my throat, tightening over so tightly. In my current mood, if one of them showed interest in you, they would be removed from my employ immediately. And she says, why? Trailing a finger down his chest because you want me all to yourself? He doesn't answer and continues leading her down the hallway and through the office. They get to his office, and with a firm hand on her back, Gunner bends her forward over his desk, putting her face right in front of the computer screen, and there it is, her sugar baby profile. He says Josie Elizabeth Lancaster and tells her to tell him that she wasn't the one to create the profile. She tells him that she did and asks him how he even found it. Sneaky girl. Sneaky. He tells her that one of his friends sent it to him, telling him to check it out idiot. I don't like making Gunner this upset. He doesn't take care of himself and I get very worried about his stress level. Sometimes it even keeps me awake at night, tossing and turning anxiously, wishing he would just let me take care of him. But I have to see this through. This is make or break. I can't go on waiting for him to see me as more than a little girl. I have to force him to notice. I have to tempt him until he gives in. The alternative is loving him from afar for the rest of my life and I truly think that will kill me. So it's full speed ahead. Drama. I know the drama. He flips up my skirt and spanks me. Hard. Cock-teasing little brat, he grunts, slapping his palm against my other cheek, ripping a gasp from my mouth, my fingers turning to claws on the desk. You will take yourself off this fucking site immediately. You'll delete every message you received, and I'm going to watch you do it. You're going to sit that hot little ass right in Papa's lap and take it all the hell down. (laughs) Oh my god. She wants to tell him yes, especially because he called himself Papa. Treating her like his wayward little girl, just like she's dreamed about. But she's not going to. She tells him, no, you can't make me. Oh yes, I can. I'm turned over and crowded up onto the desk. He looms so close, I have no choice but to open my thighs for him. My femininity clenching when he steps between them <laughs> pressing <laughs> pressing his hard shaft flush to my cleft ew cleft <laughs> cleft you don't need the money Josie why I do need it I wet my lips hating that I have to lie 
My father keeps me on too short of a leash. I want more spending money. Not that I owe you an explanation. Don't you, baby? He ducks his head, breathing hard against the side of my neck. Don't you owe me an explanation after treating me to little peaks of tits and ass for months? After you flashed me that airtight pussy on my kitchen counter. (laughs) (laughs) Airtight. Airtight. She says back, you have a filthy mouth, Mr. Kraft. I had no idea. As he kisses her, he says, you want spending money? I'll get you a credit card, cash, whatever you want. But you don't respond to any of those men. You take your beautiful image off the site. She can't believe he's finally touching her and offering her money. She's thinking how once they have an agreement, she can finally show him how good they can be together. She asks if he will be her sugar daddy, and he says, absolutely not. That he'll give her the money, but he's not going to make a teenager fuck him for cash. Mm. Uh we'll see about that one (laughs) and she's like um make me i'm basically begging like in her head she's like i'm doing so much work just to fuck you yeah (laughs) and she tells him that she won't take his money without giving him something in return as he is literally saying no to her he squeezes her boobs and says jesus christ these tits they make me so goddamn hot ever so slightly i tug him forward by the tie planting my mouth against his ear There are a lot of reasons a man like you would want a sugar baby. Slowly, I let go of his tie, lean back slightly, and peel off my tank top, watching a violent shudder pass through him at the sight of my bare breasts. I draw his hands to them, urging him to mold the mounds in his strong grip, and a wet spot appears on the fly of his pants, that massive chest heaving. For one, you don't have time to date, but you still deserve pleasure, don't you? I find his erection with my hand, rubbing the now wet material up and down, (laughs) earning a guttural moan from his mouth. And with so much money, Papa, why not get that pleasure from a virgin? Don't you want a little girl all your own? Ew. Oh my god! God damn it, no. A virgin? His hands leave my breasts and grip my hips, as if he's trying to convince himself to push me away. Instead, he yanks me up his big body forcefully, dislodging my hands from his arousal. Ah, Jesus. No, I can't. I can't. I could be your father. No, but you can be my papa. (laughs) I open my thighs wider around his hips, arching my back enticingly. (laughs) Papa gets to put it anywhere. (laughs) Anywhere? Anywhere. Papa gets to put it anywhere. Anywhere. Ew. Is she talking about her ass? I don't fucking know. She hasn't even had sex yet in her life. She's a virgin and she's... she's... Mm -hmm. Girl. She consents he's close to coming in his pants and says, you'd own my mouth. You'd own all of me. I'm on the pill so you don't have to pull out or use a condom. Okay, but like, safe sex, girl. He could have like gonorrhea. He can have an STD. Have you heard of HPV? Mm, (laughs) No, she hasn't because she's 18. And a virgin. And a virgin. Inexperienced. And he comes in his pants. <laughs> she says, get it all over me, Papa. I'm your good girl. He kisses her neck and tells her to take the profile down now. She says, does this mean? And he said, yes, I'll be your sugar daddy. Take a lot of convincing. Pussy too good. Airtight. Airtight cleft. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I know. Cleft. I was like, why? Why? Josie is obviously over the moon. She takes the profile down in front of him. He hands her a stack of hundreds and says, until I can make arrangements. She feels kind of bad about taking the money from him, but knows this is the only way she can be with him. They kiss each other and they say their goodbyes. We're back in Gunner's POV and he is pacing the floor of a hotel suite. He's having some deep thoughts with himself, thinking about how he is a good man, but here he is paying an 18-year-old for sex. He plans to outline their agreement when she arrives. He's thinking about how much he wants to hold and comfort Josie as well. I've never wanted to hold someone so badly. Josie has always been the breezy one. She is a quip and a wink for everyone. But she was vulnerable sitting there on my desk. She needed Christ. I can't believe I'm even thinking this. She needed her papa. She needed me to rock her against my chest and kiss her forehead. I've never had this kind of relationship with anyone, nor have I wanted one. Where I'm the father figure and the lover. (laughs) Ew. Father figure and lover. I don't like that. Calm down, George Michael. Yeah, stop. With Josie, I don't know. It feels inevitable, feels right, like something we both need very badly. I've regretted not rocking and soothing her since she left my office, and I won't have those same regrets after she leaves tonight. Yeah, I know. 
<laughs> he gets a call from work and he never lets a work call go unanswered. It's some board member he works with worrying about stocks and investments. He ends the call and tosses his phone and there's a knock at the door. He opens the door to Josie. She's in sheer thigh-high tights, a t-shirt, and high heels. That's quite the outfit. I know. Yeah. I'm trying to picture it, but I can't. It's ugly. Yeah, I couldn't really picture like a cute outfit. She says, you're working, aren't you? He clears his throat and says, I took one call. She tells him that he needs to leave the office where it belongs and that they need to realign his chakras. My chakras, I repeat, leaning back to look her over. Fuck. Now that she's inside, I can see those black see-through tights and just below the hem of her t-shirt. If she bent over, those sweet curves of her buns would be right there for the taking. <laughs> And oh, I plan to take hard. Yes, your chakras. Her expression is very solemn, even a little worried for me. You can't see what I see, Papa Bear. Nimble fingers dance over my shoulders, digging into pressure points and massaging all this locked up tension. Her fingers find a knot and I groan. That's what you're here for, Josie. He was so dead set on not fucking this girl. And now he's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I need it or I will die for my chakras. She asks him when was the last time he went out and it wasn't work related. He said he doesn't know and Josie picks up her purse and says, come on, let's go. Gunner grabs her t-shirt and pulls her close and says, Josie, no more of your cock teasing. I need to fuck you badly. Oh my God. I know. (laughs) She breathes and there's that vulnerability again. It makes her look startlingly young, innocent, a little girl in front of her papa. Ew, 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 ew. <laughs> you made me read this book. I didn't know it was like this. <laughs> I, I, following instinct, I fold her into my arms, shocked at the level of comfort I get out of holding her, offering her security. What is it, baby? I'm a little nervous about tonight. My first time, she whispers into my throat. Maybe if we go out for a while, I'll quit wondering if I'll be good enough or if I'll be what you're hoping for. I interrupt her with a sound of utter disbelief, leaning back to see if she's joking. And she's not. She's actually serious. Are you forgetting you made me come in my pants at the office? Like a teenage boy. (sighs) Yeah, but she didn't even do anything to you, sir. And you just came in your pants. Maybe he has erectile dysfunction. Because he's old. Yeah, (laughs) right. (laughs) She says no with a proud smile. She tells him she just really wants to deliver, but trails off. And he says, you need foreplay. And she says, yeah, I think so. Yes. He (laughs) asks her where she wants to go. And she says she knows the perfect place. We're now back in Josie's POV and they are standing outside of a place called Wonder Bless. She's thinking about how she can't wait to have sex with him, but she is super nervous. She spent the whole day thinking about it. She's worried she oversold herself and won't deliver. Gunner cuts her off mid-thought and asks, what is this place? And Josie tells him it's a series of rooms with art installations for adults. It actually sounds really cool. It's meant to stimulate the senses. She threads her finger through Gunner's and tells him to pick a door and to trust her. He picks an orange door and says, this one, I guess. They go in and see thousands of black light bulbs hanging from the ceiling. They pulse in a slow rhythm, the low sounds of a heartbeat pumping from an unseen source. She asks him what he thinks. He doesn't answer, and she turns to him to find that he's looking at her and he says you're all lit up they stay in the room talking for a bit and bonding he asks her if she's always talked a big game and she said yes that her grandma used to be a movie star and has always told her to fake it till you make it that method has always worked for me until tonight you make me feel exposed and i can't hide that i don't want you to his big hand slides down my back his thumb digging into the base of my spine dragging upward until i moan pressing against him on my tiptoes you're supposed to expose yourself to me i'm supposed to make you feel safe enough to do that i don't know how i'm so aware of these roles we need to play for each other but they feel natural i supply breathless yes he says hoarsely dragging his bottom lip through his teeth clearly wanting to devour me but holding himself back waiting for me to be ready you pick the next room they love each other oh gross They open a white door and find a room with fake cherry blossom trees everywhere and fans mounted on the ceiling, giving it a nice breeze. She says to him, I bet you're not thinking about work right now. And he says, you're right. Work is the farthest thing from my mind right now. She smiles and he tells her, Jesus Christ, you are so damn beautiful. And he tells her people are going to wonder why she's with a man like him. She's upset with this and asks him why. But like, come on. You know what? You know. He says, come on, Josie. The only way a man like me gets to tap this is if he's paying for it. And she says, a man like you, what is that? that mean and he says you don't need to hear my shit 
and she says, I want to talk to me. You know, I haven't been with anyone since the divorce. He rolls a thick shoulder. A lot of that was because of work, because I didn't meet anyone that interested me. But uh, the divorce had a lot to do with it, too. Paul's mother and I weren't a great match. We didn't have the same interests, but we came from money. It was more for status than anything. When she left, it was because of he nods down at his midsection. The way I look, big and bulky, <laughs> not lean like the tennis player husbands at the country club. <laughs> I've only met Paul's mother on a handful of occasions, and I'm pretty sure I was too overcome with jealousy that she'd been married to Gunner to pay much attention. Right now, I'd like to stomp on her instep and bust her stupid nose, though. Oh, my Calm God. Down. I know. That much I know. Well, I'm sorry, but that's really horrible and shallow, I say. My own nose starting to burn out of rage and the need to cry for this man who provides for everyone without complaint. That's more of a reflection of her character than you. The drama. The drama. He gives her an appreciative look and she tells him that he is sexy as shit and says, I've been wanting to ride the gunner train since it was highly illegal. And he <gasps> says, did you now? And she says, uh-huh. Ew, that's a crime. <laughs> gunner then pulls her into another room and asks her if she really means the things she's saying as he has his mouth on hers, reaching down for her panties. Either way, it makes my cock hard, doesn't it? She tells him she means it. Everything she said as Gunner plunges a finger in her, pumping in out. Oh, that, it escalated. Well, yeah, it, real fast. It did. <laughs> I thought you were saying it. <laughs> <laughs> I hated reading it. Going the fuck the this little wet gash baby he growls in my ears, <laughs> biting the lower pitocchi. <laughs> oh, it gets better. <laughs> Going to rail it like a dog. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> overcome by heat, by lust for this man. All I can do is nod, brain scrambled. 50 grand a week, a penthouse, a rolls, diamonds. He pushes deep with his fingers and looks me in the eye, teeth bared. Hey. <laughs> Any damn thing you want, you just keep this pussy for Papa. Are we clear? <laughs> no. Yes, I whimper, pressing into his hand, arching my back, just for Papa. <laughs> That's a good little girl, he says, licking up the side of my neck. Now I'm going to take you back to the hotel so you can squirm that tight teenage cunt all over my face. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Her knees lose control and she drops, but Gunner catches her. He tosses her over his shoulder and they head back to the hotel. We're now in Gunner's POV and the elevator's door open up into their suite. They stay there for a while, passionately making out, and he's just like, wow, this is like so fucking cool. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> this is fucking dope. He says to himself, I'm not sure how I survived a single day without her whimpering mouth opening up for mine, offering her tongue like a sacrifice. I flatten her to the wall of the elevator and her tongues fuck blatantly, my hips holding her in place so my hands can roam. There isn't a single place on her body I don't want to touch. My smooth, sexy girl. <laughs> <laughs> Her legs, the beautiful planes of her face, the curves of her sides, and her horny little tits. Horny little tits? <laughs> <laughs> uh, They're horny. Okay. Once I've thumbed her nipples into tight pebbles, I tell I my... that. <laughs> <laughs> I tell my fingers through her blonde hair and pull it, making her cry out, her pussy rubbing anxiously on my cock. She might have no idea what it's like to have sex, but she wants it all the same. Wants it from Papa... <laughs> <laughs> he carries her off the elevator and throws her on the bed you might as well not be wearing any panties i manage hoarsely reaching out to finger the thin pink string adorning her hip then running my touch down to the tiny soaked triangle that holds no mysteries it molds to her cleft like a second skin <laughs> and all i can think about is eating that pussy like my last meal josie trails her finger tips up her rib cage and cups her tits squeezing her nipples into even tighter peaks do you want me to wear panties papa you're the one who decides horny little tits horny little tits he tells her to dance for him while he undresses the way she dances in his den at his house when he's not supposed to be looking he's basically ripping his shirt off as he's saying this and she drops to all fours slowly grinds her hips in a circle and says like this papa and he is hella horny i was thinking more like a sprinkler you know <laughs> just like 
shopping cart. Ooh, the Q-tip. There you go. She's on her hands and knees, moving her hips in a circular motion. Girl, that's how you dance in his den? With his son and all your other friends? What are you dancing to? What are you- Usher. What is the dance? (laughs) I grab her hips and jerk her toward me on the mattress, groaning as she begins to grind on me, teasing her naked ass up and down in my lap tweaking it side to side anxious breathy sounds come out of her mouth as she does it as if she could get off just like this working her backside against papa's fat johnson oh my god If I'm not careful, I'm going to come even earlier than expected. Nothing is going to keep my tongue out of her cunt. (laughs) So before she can grind the semen out of me, I step (laughs) sideways and get onto the bed lying flat on my back. Now do it on my face. (laughs) Josie looks nervous because she's a literal virgin. He crooks a finger at Josie and she crawls over towards him, kneeling beside him. He picks her up and puts her on top of him. So she's straddling like his chest near his face. Do you know where your clitoris is, Josie? (laughs) No, where is it? Show me. Show me, Papa. (laughs) She starts to nod and stops, shakes her head slowly. I know there's a spot that feels good, but I can never seem to make it feel good enough to, to, to come. My right hand trails over her hip, finding the damp flesh between her thighs. Knuckling aside the pink thong, I rub my thumb along the seam of her pussy until it parts, watching her eyes widen when I find her clit and stroke it gently, gently, then faster. Anytime to work together, baby, this is where I'll be touching. Ugh. Play with this little rosebud that makes you wet for my cock. <laughs> And getting my cock into you is what I pay to do, isn't it? Yes, Papa, she gasps. I tease my thumb faster and she whimpers breathily. Her thighs jolting on either side of me. I can touch it a lot of ways. My fingers like this or we can use toys. But right now I want you to grind it on my mouth, my chin, my nose, every fucking where. Make Papa proud. On his nose? (laughs) Don't you love it? She crawls up towards his head and places her vagina on his mouth. He's licking her clit and she says, oh, and she's hella soaked. (laughs) Okay. I don't want her to be hella soaked. (laughs) I know. Dry up. Dry up, girl. (laughs) Her smooth, slippery sex rides me relentlessly and Jesus, I'm a pervert. A sick fuck getting off on an 18-year-old having her first orgasm on my face, but I couldn't stop this if I wanted to. My hips lever up, thrusting my heart on into the air. (laughs) My hands on her juicy little ass to keep her grinding, my mouth feasting on her like a ripe melon, her youth and horniness dripping down my cheeks and chin. And still she rides, her cries of (laughs) Papa growing louder and more anxious until finally she stiffens, her pleasure bursting all over my tongue. Gunner, 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 she whines, still undulating (laughs) on my face. Okay. Not the youth dripping down his cheeks. Gross. Her praise makes him groan. He tries to pull out halfway but can barely move and says, Christ, Josie. She says, I made myself tight for Papa. Every morning and night, I clenched it really tight, released, clenched, released. Kegels? Yeah. Do your Kegels. No one cares. Fuck. I growl, sparks blinking in front of my vision. You're going to get it now, little girl. And then he literally says, all I can do after that is assault her. That's the only way to define it. Jail. Straight to jail. She says, harder, Papa. Punish me. He flips her over onto her stomach and raw dogs her from behind. I wrap my hand around her throat and thrust another two inches deep, her pussy suctioning up around me. Give me that fucking cherry. I growl through my teeth, flattening her petite body and jerking her knees up to her shoulders. Ow. Yeah. This is where teasing gets you, baby. This is where looking like sex on legs gets you. Underneath a man your father's age with the bloody little pussy. Let me deeper. (laughs) I am so horrified. I hate it. Assault was the right word. She's like, FBI, open up. (laughs) He can feel how tight she is and he struggles to get his dick in all the way. She whimpers and he says, baby, it'll be okay. I'm here. I've got you. Gross. She nods trustingly, wide eyes on her papa. And I ram forward, breaking through the obstacle of her virginity. 
Her <laughs> miracle pussy swallowing me whole. My shoulders muffle her scream, her fingernails embedding in my back. And I'm not exaggerating. The pussy is a fucking miracle. It milks me from root to head. Little <laughs> muscles rippling, stroking my cock like a million tiny hands. <laughs> It might be a decade since I've had sex, but I know damn well she feels even better than she's supposed to. A million miles beyond what I've experienced or could imagine. My baby okay? I manage. My <laughs> spine already beginning to tighten. Balls drawing up. Shit. God damn it. I'm not going to last one thrust. Yes, she hiccups, kissing my neck, my shoulders, and cheeks. Big, big, big. <laughs> big, big, big. Big dick. He couldn't have been nice, like, for the first time. He's just going to shove right through her hymen like it's fucking nothing. Yeah. yeah. Give me that fucking cherry. Are you kidding? You're going to bleed under daddy. Papa. <laughs> oh, Papa. Sorry. <laughs> Papa. They finish fucking. With a snarl of possession, I hunch over her smooth back, bringing my fingers between her thighs to stroke her clit. No more flirting, Josie. Not with anyone but me. Understand? I get it all. Every smile, every shake of those tits. I pound her relentlessly, my climax beginning to crest, thickening my voice, pulling taut the muscles in my loins. You want to flirt? You get on your knees and flirt with Papa's big dick. Are we clear on that? <laughs> yes, Papa, she screams, and her little body shuddering through an orgasm. She tells him that she can't spend the night because her parents will wonder where she is. And he said, so would Paul. Once you and Paul move out and head to college, we'll be spending nights together, Josie. But tells her in the meantime, he'll book this room for them. We're back in Josie's POV, and she's trying to focus on organizing her class schedule for college, but gifts keep arriving. It's been a week since they fucked, and since then, they've been meeting at the suite every night at 9 p.m. She's over the moon and has new love for her sugar daddy. She's thinking about how it's not just about sex. They talk about their day, favorite foods, places in the city, and movies. They both love classic 70s rock and even listen to songs while they're laying together. They're getting closer and closer. She wants to eventually tell him that she wants to be with him without getting paid, without the gifts, but she's worried he'll freak out. Someone's at the door and she goes to answer it. It's a man in a suit holding out a Cartier shopping bag. She thanks him and takes the bag. Yesterday, a man brought her a box containing two sets of keys, one to a Rolls Royce and one to a penthouse apartment. Jesus Christ. I know. Billionaire. Both of which are waiting for her near campus. The Cartier bag contains a sapphire necklace, a diamond choker, an array of tennis bracelets and cocktail rings. Her phone rings. It's Gunner. Now I roll over onto my back and let the silk material of my robe fall open. Papa, I whispered to the receiver, I miss you. His breath is unsteady in my ear. I miss you too, baby. Did you get your presents? Yes, thank you, Gunnar. They're beautiful. My favorite is the emerald cocktail ring. I'm already wearing it. I look down at the hand resting on my belly, the huge rock on top. It matches my panties today. Does it? <laughs> Was that the sound of him gulping? Josie, I don't think his footsteps signal that he's starting to pace. I don't think I can wait until tonight to see you. She's fucking pumped about this. Yeah, she just got a fucking Rolls Royce. Yeah. Well, she's like pumped that he wants to see her like not just at nighttime. Like now he wants to see her during the day. She wonders if his feelings for her are growing. He interrupts her mid-thought and says he needs to go into a meeting and that he'll see her at lunchtime and he'll send a car. So on the phone, they made plans for her to bring him lunch at the office so she's gonna come bring him food bad idea she is so excited that gunner is falling for her she's jumping around her room and squealing she goes to change her clothes and she picks a black skin tight pencil skirt black stilettos and a silk champagne colored crop top that tucks into the high-waisted skirt she looks in the mirror but starts to feel guilty gunner has been so open with her and she feels like she needs to tell him the truth about her father and the truth about her sending the email to him and she plans to tell him she arrives at Gunner's workplace and he has an armed guard escort her to the elevator and no one is allowed in the elevator with her. Good. And she knows it's because he's worried about her safety and she thinks it's hot as fuck. And she arrives to his dimly lit office and sees him sitting at his desk looking stressed and overworked. He sees Josie and tells her to come here. She sets her bag down along with his lunch and her course paperwork because he was going to like help her organize her class schedule as well. They never do it. Surprise. <laughs> They're not very productive. No, no. They kiss passionately as she starts to take off his tie. I don't like seeing you so stressed, Papa. I pout, taking his big hand and guiding him to the desk, pushing him back into his chair. I remove his tie completely, dropping it into a silk pile beside his keyboard, flicking open his top button with a serious sniff. 
I collect my bag from the other side of the room and turn, laying out what I brought. This sandwich has all the vitamin C and magnesium vegetables to help you de-stress. He looks dubious. A vegetarian sandwich? Don't knock it until you try it. And before you assume I'm putting you on a diet, I am certainly not. I love every sexy inch of you. There's a giant dark chocolate bar in here for you too. It's good for de-stressing. And then she starts to like massage his back and she thinks to herself that this is all she's ever wanted to care for him. She tells him she's really worried about him and how stressed he is. And he tells her not to worry. She's sitting on his lap now, facing him. I've made my fortune. I have a girl I want to spend it all on. He picks up a strand of my hair and rubs it in between his fingers. A girl I want to spend my time with. My heart is poised to rejoice until I realize Gunnar is already spending his time and money on me. He can have both of those things while I'm his sugar baby. He isn't saying anything about going public with their relationship or seriously committing, but I refuse to be disappointed. We have only had a week since our arrangement started. I'm being greedy by wanting more already. It's my heart's fault. It has loved him for so long. Are you talking about me by any chance, I murmur, kissing his jaw flirtatiously? In lieu of response, Gunner slides something across the desk, a black American Express card. Does that answer your questions, little girl? And although she has feelings for him and she's like thinking to herself how she is a little disappointed that like she doesn't think he's falling for her or anything like that, she still likes to be his dirty little secret. They start to like role play this like grandpa granddaughter thing. No, what? No. I bite my lip and giggle. Papa, you sound funny. Gunner's gaze flies to mine. My pulse dances dizzyingly, waiting with bated breath for his response. He calls me little girl and I call him Papa, but we've never played a game like this. Does he want to? It came so naturally to me. I didn't have to think about it. What if he thinks I'm weird? Twisted. Well, he swallows hard. You're getting a little old to sit on Papa's lap. What is this? Why does it feel like we've been heading here all along? Why, I pout. I like sitting in your lap. Gunner tugs on his collar, breathing hard. Do you feel that? Hard bulge underneath you, baby? Frowning thoughtfully, I wiggle around, making him hiss a curse. Uh-huh. What is it? That's my cock. His index <laughs> finger traces a circle on my knee. It's getting harder and harder the longer you sit in my lap. It knows you can make it feel good. Very slowly, he drags my skirt up mid-thigh, roughly kneading the sensitive inner portion all kinds of different ways. And she asks him how, and he says, just, you know, play with it a little, and he will play with her sweet treasure. Sweet treasure. Quickly, he uses the wrist of his sleeve to swipe at the sweat forming on his upper lip. Stroke it like you would pet a kitten. Without waiting, he snags my hand and guides it to his arousal, grunting a curse Would my touch find finds him testing him curiously. Don't you want to see what happens when you pet it long enough, baby? I gasped excitedly, my palm beginning to break up and down his steel shaft. What happens? The pads of Gunner's fingers find my clitoris and I whimper, squirming on his thigh as if confused by the sensation coursing through me. What's happening to me? His mouth is open on my neck, his fingers delving down the front of my panties, parting my wet folds and rubbing, rubbing on that sensitive spot. When we feel good between our legs, we come little girl we release it's the best feeling you can have and do you know what it tastes like when papa comes from his cock what i ask wide-eyed squirming through his touch it tastes like candy <laughs> i hate this so much candy i slide my hands into his briefs fisting his bare erection pumping my fist up and down the length can i taste some only if you're a good girl, he says roughly. Only if you suck as hard as you can and swallow the candy down, all of it. <laughs> I will, Papa. I promise, I say solemnly, sliding off his desk to the space between his splayed thighs. This isn't the first time I've taken Gunner into my mouth, but I pretend it is. I examine his swollen inches with youthful apprehension, kissing the trunk cautiously, before closing my mouth over the bulbous head and swirling my tongue around it experimentally. Oh, fuck yes, baby, he growls, twining his fingers in my hair. Suck the candy out. <laughs> his trunk? <laughs> she sucks his left ball into her mouth and then the right. He tells her it's going to taste so good and to just try and fit a little more in her mouth. When a buzz goes off in the room and says, Mr. Kraft, John Lancaster is here to see you. Oh, it's your dad. Yeah, I was going to say, do you remember what Josie's last name is? They both freeze. It's Josie's dad. Gunner asks Josie what the hell her dad is doing here. 
and she says she doesn't know. She goes to get up, but he tells her there's nowhere else to hide and that he will see her if she tries to leave the building. So she needs to stay under the desk. She thinks being a secret kept hidden is hot, but also is conflicted. She can see that Gunner feels guilty doing this. He barely has his pants zipped up before the door opens. Gunner, my father says, his tone jocular. It's been too long. How have you been? A creak tells me my father has taken a seat in front of the desk, literally a foot away from the back of my head. John, Gunner says, his tone flat. How is business these days? Incredible. Just incredible. He clears his throat hard, a sign that he's lying. I know it well. I took a meeting down the street, and I thought, hey, why not stop by and set up a round of golf with my old buddy? Want to hit the green tomorrow morning? Tomorrow morning. Now it's Gunner's turn to clear his throat. But unlike my father, he's not lying. I can see it in his eyes, and when he glances down at me briefly, the regret and apology lurking there. I, uh, I can't. I'm going out of town tonight, through the weekend. Josie thought he had feelings for her, but now here she is, hiding under the desk and just now finding out he's going out of town for the weekend. Maybe this relationship is all about sex. Maybe I'm expected to shut my mouth and take what he gives me. Be happy with that. Screw that. She gets on her knees and unzips Gunner's pants and puts his dick back in her mouth. So still under the desk, Gunner's sitting there and her dad is on the other side of the desk. And she's Gross. like, I'm going to suck his dick. I'm going to put that dick right back in my fucking mouth. Teach him a lesson. Yeah. He gives her a warning look, but she continues. She deep throats him and he holds her head down for three seconds before choking out a sound. Josie's dad asks if he's okay and he's just like, yeah, I got heartburn. <laughs> I'm old, man. I got heartburn. <laughs> I'm old as fuck, man. Josie's dad asks him about golf on Monday then and Gunner is barely able to speak. He holds Josie's head down on his dick. Fuck. Schedule. He heaves, swallowing. Let me, uh... She starts to suck his dick faster, and he says, Monday works. I'll see you then. Got some work to finish up here. Shaking his hand, Josie's dad says, No more. I won't keep you, and he gets up and leaves. Josie is determined to make Gunner come before her dad leaves the room. Like, also, why, girl? She deep throats him again, but this time going deeper and holding it for 11 seconds. You go, girl. Well, I know. That sounds awful. He comes in her mouth with a growl. Josie's dad tells him that it sounds like he has a nasty case of heartburn and that he'll see it monday and leaves he doesn't hear the like oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> honestly like don't you like make a noise when you fucking gag yeah yeah as soon as the door closes gunner yanks me to my feet picks me up and drops me down on the desk getting right in my face i think he's going to lecture me get angry with me maybe even end our relationship for being so indiscreet and i brace myself instead he growls you beautiful little brat, and seals his mouth over mine, kissing me like tomorrow morning will never come. Jesus Christ, I ought to spank you, silly. <laughs> I moan and tip my head back, allowing him to lick and suck my neck, welcoming his bulk into the V of my thighs. Why aren't you? His hands grip my throat unexpectedly. God help me, I, his eyes glitter wildly. I wanted to look him in the eye while claiming you. I'm your papa, not him. You're my little girl, not his. I don't care if that makes me fucking sick. That's the way it is. It makes you sick. You are sick, you sick old man. <laughs> you wanted to look her dad in the eye while you fuck her? That's weird as fuck. It's a weird flex, bro. Weird flex. <laughs> he apologizes to her for not telling her about the business trip. He said he was going to make arrangements to bring her, but Paul asked to go. He said he's been spending every night with her at the hotel and that he needs to be there for Paul. She says, I understand, Papa. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Groaning over my use of the word Papa, Gunnar sits back in his chair and strips my skirt down to the floor, his erection already stiffening again in his lap. His eyes wild on my wet green panties. Get on and ride it, he growls. Remind me again that I'm the luckiest man alive. Nasty boy. We're back in Gunner's POV and he's on the business trip, but something is wrong with Josie. At first, she was returning all of his calls and being sweet. And then all of a sudden, she just stopped answering his calls. For someone so worried about giving me a heart attack, she certainly got the damn thing firing on all cylinders in my chest. Good thing Paul almost never looks up from his phone or he would notice that I'm sweating bullets, even in the air conditioning of the charter club. As we wait to board my jet, my insides are in shreds. I've pulled some strings and sent a local cop to make sure Josie is safe and she's fine. Oh my god. Why would that be your first instinct? I don't know. She has just been at home swimming in her lavish pool. 
They're getting home later than expected because of a storm. And so they don't leave until like early, early in the morning, Monday. So like they planned on being home Sunday night, but they didn't get there until early Monday morning. When they land, he goes to call John because he wants to cancel his plans to golf. But then John tells him to invite Paul because Josie will be going. He obviously changes his mind and is like, yeah, I'll be there. His goal is to get in front of Josie and talk with her and tell her how he truly feels. They drive directly to the country club where they're golfing and meet John and Josie. Paul goes swimming with Josie, who is already in the pool when they get there, and John and Gunnar do their golfing things. John finally spills the tea. He's broke as fuck, and his fund is sinking. He's been using his own money to pat it, but it's not cutting it. John starts to mention Josie, and, and he's like, whoa, like, Josie knows you're broke? Because Gunnar doesn't know that Josie knows he's broke. Mm-hmm. And John tells him, yeah, I told her a month ago. And now Gunnar is thinking to himself, oh, I get it. Like, she doesn't actually like me. She just needed money, and he's heartbroken. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> Gunnar tells him his fund will absorb John's fund. He tells him he will give him slightly more than it's worth. And John thanks him. And they're both like in a bad mood now. And they call it quits. They don't want to continue golfing. He's sitting on the patio at the country club drinking a scotch thinking about his bill. And some dudes in there see Josie in her white thong bikini. Scandalous. Yeah. I wouldn't wear that in front of my dad. No. Like a thong? No. And then I see her at the pool in a little white thong bikini. My hand balls into a shaking fist as I look around and realize every man in the place is staring at her, ogling that hot little tush and adjusting themselves. Damn, is that really Lancaster's kid? One of them says to his friend, smacking his lips. She grew up nice. Ew. I know. Jesus, you're not kidding. Too bad she isn't poor. I'd be shelling out six figures for a ride of that. Hell yeah, man. twice on Sunday. Gross. Watch your fucking mouth, I growl, yanking the offender to his feet, watching the collar drain from his face when he sees who was within earshot, a family friend of the Lancasters, yes, but also the man who could buy and sell the entire club without blinking an eye. Don't look at her, don't ever speak about her again, or I'll end you. Then the guy says, right, like you wouldn't pay to hit that Mr. Craft. So he grabs the guy, like he's still holding the guy and he's ready to like get fucking rowdy, but then all of a sudden he hears someone behind him yell, Gunner! Gunner! looks behind him and who is it Josie. Josie she's telling him to stop and he tells her to go back to the pool she says no and she starts crying and gets closer to him and tries to pry the other man off she tells him that she thought he was working on his stress and he says don't do that don't pretend like you give a shit that ship has sailed Josie starts to back away and her bottom lip trembles she turns around and runs away he drops the dude and starts to walk towards her and then the guy says damn maybe Kraft is already hitting that making the Forbes list just gets you the best pussy i guess gunner takes a step towards him and headbutts him breaking his nose and dropping him to the ground jesus christ i know he leaves and gets to josie he finds her under a gazebo he tells her he's sorry and he thinks she is looking super hot and gets turned on surprise and then he asks her why she didn't tell him that her father is broke like really fucking broke she asks how he found out and he tells her that her dad told him and they have it all worked out and not to worry about it He tells her that she doesn't need to sleep with him anymore and that she never had to in the first place. He would have paid her tuition without it. He would have helped her family without it. And she's like, no, no, I'm in love with you. (laughs) She's like, I want you to do this. (laughs) Gunner, she whines, head falling back. How can you think I don't really want you? Her dazed bedroom eyes lock on mine. Her pussy rubbing on my erect dick. Fuck me, papa. She whines. (laughs) I need your cum so bad. Gross. She wraps her legs around him as they're kissing. I'll give you a million dollars a ride. Just don't leave me high and dry, baby. I need it. I need this pussy. I thrust (laughs) all the way in and she whimpers, even as her eyes cloud over with dismay. Dismay that is quickly gone once I start to bounce her, rifling up into her hot channel with animalistic (laughs) bucks of my hips. If you weren't on the pill, I rear back and slap her ass twice. I'd get you pregnant for wearing that goddamn bathing suit. There's a new excited light in her eyes when they lock on mine, her breath racing fast, so fast. I stopped taking my pill this weekend, she whispers, searching my face. I know it's bad. I know that makes me a bad girl, but I want your baby, Papa. I want a part of you inside of me. I need it. It's the image of Josie, belly round with my child, that decimates me. That's foul absolutely disgusting good baby work it out of me get yourself nice and bread her luscious body jolts at the word bread and she whines my name climaxing around my still thrusting cock her nails tearing at the front of my shirt papa 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 and then 
from behind them, they hear, what the hell is going on here? Mind you, they're at the country club under a gazebo. With her dad still there and her his son. Yep. It's Josie's dad. <gasps> of course it is. It's Josie's. Ew. 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 Imagine finding your daughter. It's fucking your friend. Yeah. In public. Your old ass friend. I can't believe this. He says, staggering back, and then horror dawns on his face. This is why she's been acting like college is still a given. You're paying for it? He shakes his head, putting more pieces together. And this is what you're getting in exchange, isn't it, you sick fuck? Dad, stop, Josie says, positioning half of her body behind me, her hand curling into mine. You don't understand. No, daughter, you don't understand. Money buys men like this whatever he wants. He sneers at me. He'd never get laid otherwise. And Gunner says, no, he's right. This is just an arrangement. And Josie is sobbing, explodes, and says, just an arrangement, and confesses her love to him saying how she's loved him since she was 12. She runs away and he yells after her, but she's already in her Rolls Royce driving away. (laughs) (laughs) He's determined to get her back today. We're now in Josie's POV and she's back home. She never wants to leave her bed and continues crying. Her phone starts ringing and it's Paul. She obviously thinks he's going to be pissed. With a blown out breath, I answer the phone. Paul, I'm sorry. I, can you come downstairs? I swipe at my red nose so you can yell at me in person. He sighs and he turns it into a quick laugh. Just come down here. She heads down her stairs and opens the door to Paul standing there. Hey, I say miserably. Paul shakes his head, a hard gleam in his eye. What were you thinking? I don't know. My voice is unbalanced. It started out as a crush on your dad, but then it just snowballed. And then I couldn't breathe unless I saw him at least once a day. Gross. Look, is he the reason you're friends with me? My chest seizes with disbelief. What? I reach out and grab his arm. No, no. Oh my God, of course not. You're my best friend because I adore you. I would never use you like that. I'm sorry you're doubting me. Shut up. I'm not. He interrupts, rolling his eyes. Not really. I just had to make sure you love me as much as you should. I do. Just in a very different way than you love my father. He shakes his head. It's going to take a long time for me to get used to saying that. My heart sinks down to my knees. I don't think you'll have to get used to anything. He's never going to want to see me again. Paul places a hand on my shoulder and squeezes. Don't be so sure. He tugs me towards the steps where his car is waiting below. Come on, weepy face. I sputter in confusion. (laughs) Where are we going? Somewhere, weepy face. You'll find out. They're driving through the city. Josie still doesn't know where they're going. She asks Paul where he's taking her, and he pulls up in front of Wanderbluss. Do you guys remember that from earlier? Yeah. The place with the doors. My heart pumps wildly in my rib cage, my fingers curling around the door handle. Is he in there? I sob. Does he forgive me? Oh, I'd say that's a safe bet. With a shocked and relieved whimper, I throw myself out of the car and go running. I start to open the door of Wonder Bless, but someone opens it for me first. It's my father. And my mother is standing behind him. They both look a little shaken, but happily resigned nonetheless, and they're dressed up. What is happening? My father is in a suit and tie, and my mother's in black Versace. I made a mess of things, I say, haltingly. I should have told you the truth. We all make mistakes. I know that better than anyone. My father sighs, his mouth ticking up at one corner. Luckily, not all mistakes lead to ruin. I swallow. I'm sorry you saw what you saw. How about we just pretend that never happened, huh? We both laughed a little uncomfortably, stopping when he jerks his head at the velvet curtain separating the entrance from the art installations. She goes through the curtain and opens the orange door to cherry blossom trees everywhere, but there's Gunner standing in a tuxedo alongside a pastor holding a Bible to his left. She realizes she's walking down the aisle to her own wedding. Stop it right now. And she pleads with him and says, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And he says, you're sorry. Josie, I've been a goddamn idiot. I should have known there was more to us than just an arrangement. I should have trusted my gut that we were right together instead of unknowingly pushing you away. You needed love, not gifts. If I'd lost you, that would have been the end of me. His hard mouth rakes over my ear, shudder passing through his big body. I'll be grateful for the rest of my life that you went to such lengths to get my attention. Or I never would have admitted how much I love you, how badly I need you. If you lied, Josie, you only did it for us. So there will be no more apologizing. My wife doesn't apologize for anything. And then they exchange some more sweet words. And then they get married. Epilogue. Five years later. Every year on the anniversary of our impromptu wedding, me and Josie renew our vows. It's always been the biggest party of the year and it's happening tonight. If you told me a decade ago that I'd be the kind of man who looks forward to parties, I wouldn't have believed you. But I have this bright, bubbly little wife that turns everything magical, which is why, although I'm supposed to wait until tonight to see the venue she's decorating for the party, I simply cannot wait that long. I want her in front of me now. He heads to the venue where they're having their big party. And they, he talks about how this morning he got to sleep in a little bit because their four-year-old son, stop, 
woke up early and Shut your Josie mouth. took him out of the house <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so that he could sleep in. Um, so yeah, he's at the venue and he sees her and she's looking hot, hot, hot in her yoga clothes. She's wearing like a high-waisted leggings with a sports bra. And he thinks about how hot she looks doing yoga. She sees him and greets him and she's excited to see him. She then takes him to a back room and starts to do some yoga in front of him. And then they start getting hot and steamy. And they're fucking... Also, I didn't say, but in the room that she took him to, there's a yoga mat and then just a recliner chair. He's in the recliner. She was doing downward-facing doggy, naked, just in a pink, sparkly G-string. Left you something in your pocket. She purrs in that little girl voice, sweating, my breath sawing in and out. I pat my dress shirt once and find a small object in the pocket. When I reach inside and pull it out with my left hand, I have to twist my balls in my right to stop myself from climaxing. It's a bottle of lubrication. And Christ, I know what that means. I know this is an invitation she always extends when I least expect it. Ah, fuck, little girl. Fuck. You're going to let me in there, aren't you? (laughs) In a surge of lust and adrenaline, I lunge out of the chair and flatten her on the yoga mat, ripping the cap off the bottle of lube with my teeth and pouring the entire contents on her tight pink asshole. (laughs) I wedge a middle finger in, making her whimper, her whines growing louder when I add my ring finger adorned with the gold band of a man who couldn't be more married. (laughs) And so she starts to rub her clit, a ripple of pleasure going through her back. Oh, Papa, she whines, her hips starting to roll. My beautiful goddess of a wife humping her own hand. Oh, my God. My God, you horny little doll. I mutter, guiding my cock to her back entrance, easing it in gently, the utter clench of the channel robbing me of sight and of the ability to breathe. Relax, I growl, panting, sweating. Show Papa how much you love him. Her moan is a twisted, audible proof that she loves our games even more today than she did the first time. Her fingers clawing at the yoga mat. Your cum is your way of getting your love inside me, Papa, right? That's what you told me. That's right, I say raggedly, sinking to the hill and listening to her resulting gasp into the mat. That's my good listener. Ew. And so they finish fucking. He comes in her ass and they lay next to each other. And he, he says, five years, 60 to go, my love. And she says, my dreams come true. The he doesn't How? have 60 more left. I know. I'm like, what, bitch? You're going to be He's over 100 50. years old? Yeah. This puts him at 50 years old. <sighs> and that was bulky. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I picked this for you. <laughs> Did you guys like it? No. No. I no. It was so hard to read. I kept telling Andrew, I was like, I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I had to shower. I need to like shower this off. Yeah. Do you guys think um Gunner is hot? No. No. I no. No. Uh-uh, no. Would you trade places with Josie? Absolutely not. Nope. No. God, I mean he no. is a billionaire though. I I would no. be less creeped out if she was like in her mid to late 20s and this was happening. Right. No, no, no. Okay. Well, that was bulky. Well, if you liked this episode, <laughs> <laughs> make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Smut Up and Listen Podcast and on TikTok at Smut Up and Listen. Tell your friends, but not your mom. And we'll see you later, you horny little rats.